Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, just Owen and I talking about various updates with us and whatever's going on in the world of Moralia. What's going on, Owen? Uh, I have officially joined the ranks of IJ Breeder by, you know, Foster. So, <laughs> I bred IJs. <laughs> IJ Breeder by Foster. Okay. Don't All worry right. about it. Don't All worry right. about the technicalities, okay? Just All know right. that I have produced IJs. So, there you go. Wow. I'm mainly saying this because I want to see how fast it takes certain people to hit the keyboards and screaming and that it doesn't count and various other things. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hey, I imagine. I, <laughs> exactly. I'm hoping that somebody runs their car off the road or something like that after hearing that. So, yeah. anyway, uh, the eggs that Jason Balin produced using my female hatched over the last couple of days, which, you know, it just has renewed my love for Jason Balin because it, he was cracking me up because he's sending me these texts about the eggs and we were debating or not. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, the eggs disintegrated. Like I didn't start cutting them. <laughs> I, I didn't start cutting them. I'm like, I thought you went prehistoric pet on me. And he goes, Well, that thought had crossed my mind. So you know, there's a bunch of stuff back and forth. And he's like, I'm gonna cut them. Hold my beer. And I'm like, I, all right, well here we go. So back and forth like that, which I absolutely love. He's just excited as I am because he has never produced uh granite IJs before. He's produced IJs, but he's never done granite. So it was like a stellar clutch for the both of us because, I, I, you know, I've been patting my head against the wall about this project since I got her. Um, uh-huh. And now it's finally coming to, you know, it, it's working out. And Balin is offered to keep the girl and keep breeding her. And I'm like, sure, whatever, fine. I don't care. Take her. So it's, it, it's working out. So I will have uh, some IJ babies. So... It's exciting. Wow. <clears throat> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, oh man, the heads look good too. And I almost fired back with, I have no idea what the what a good looking IJ looks like. I keep making fun of them. <laughs> I never learned. So it's like, <laughs> oh man, crap! Wouldn't I have to some, show Eric. <laughs> so would it, yeah, wouldn't it be some shit if you like all of a sudden fell in love with IJs and like totally? That would never it. happen. <laughs> never happened. Never happened. Although so Eric Kohler, Eric Kohler and I keep talking about Exanic IJs, which is scary, because I have a there's going to be momentary weakness, and then I'll have them, and I'll have to hide them from you until like a reveal that I've been working with these for a while. So yeah, yeah, we'll come to the the 2020 Carpet Fest. <laughs> Just open a drawer. Like, what are these? <laughs> oh, I've been hiding. Oh those. yeah, I meant to tell you about that. Yeah, so, yeah, be the top of the Carpet fault. Fest. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, that's where we're at now with that. So. so was that your last clutch of the of the year? No, I got one more still cooking. Uh, and what's that? It is my pasta super caramel to an exanic. Okay. Right. So, so worst case scenario, you're going to get caramel head exanic. Worst case scenario, I will get a caramel head exanic. A caramel. I'm really hoping she's a super, you know, and then they will get, uh, get all caramel head all caramels head exanic, and then I'll be very happy. So, uh, especially because that clutch, it's her first year, and uh-huh. the clutch is 
very low fertility rate. It's also the male's first year. So it, it just hasn't been good. Um, I lost a couple eggs incubating and stuff like that. So uh, we're down to about five eggs that are looking like they're going to go the distance, maybe only four. So if they all turn out to be caramel heads, I'll be very happy with four. If it turns out she's not a super, I'd be a little pissed off. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's cool because you'll be yeah. one step closer to ghosts. All right. uh, closer than you think because I am currently raising a caramel head exanic from Nick, female. So I I was going through my stuff and I have I a know. making ghosts this upcoming season. I was like, oh, okay. All right, then. See, the yeah. problem is you've been off for a whole season, so I haven't had these wonderful conversations with you where it's like, what do you got cooking? Because I do love that, and it's been like waiting the whole season. So I'm excited for you to get back into it, especially because your animals have been taking such a long break. I yeah. think you're going to get swarmed with babies. I think you're going to get buried in baby snakes. So I hope so. I hope so. I, you know, I was talking to Rob earlier, and um, I was telling him that my females are – so this is a good sign. So, like, right around now is when I, yeah. like, start hammering them with food. Like, hammer, hammer, hammer. And I'm going in and, like, opening up, you know, tubs and whatnot. And, um, like I'm flying. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Mine are the same way. I'm like, it, did somebody like change my carpets out with scrubs? What's going on? Everybody's pissed off and ravenous hunger right now. It's insane. So that makes me happy in as far as yeah. like thinking that they are into the swing of things. Because like I said, that's how it went in the past. But you know, so we're what five months away from cool oh, down. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I'm I'm jonesing over here. I'm watching everybody's shit hatch out, and I'm like, just all over here by myself. But I think in the long run, it'll be good. It will be, and and, and it will definitely come out for the better. And I know it kind of sucks because I, we're 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 kind of working on what we're gonna do with Tinley Park, and yes. I'm like, oh shit, I get to bring this one to Tinley Park. I get to get this. Like I, I I'm like Eric must be sitting there going, well, I got three. I guess I can bring those. It's like well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I had, I still, you know, I'm a hoarder, so. Uh, I know you still have babies squirreled away places, so. Oh, I have yeah. a whole rack full of babies, you know, so. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't have any, I don't have anything lack of wanting to sell anything for sure. I mean, I got plenty right. to sell, um, but, uh, you know, I like to hold on to things for a while. I don't know how it's going to work, so, like I told you before, like, there's, I could do. I'm not going to do this many, but I could do 32 clutches of carpets. Do that many. <laughs> <laughs> That's just insane, man. It I is mean, insane. <laughs> I do the math on that and like, you know, it's like 32 times 12, uh, you know, like uh, and your averages and 384 yeah. babies and you know, yeah, I'm in you, Nick Mutton territory now, man. You would Holy you shit. would need to expand the room like immediately because if you're gonna do construction on the room, you're gonna fuck everybody up in there. So you're gonna do it, do it now. So Well, yeah, I'm gonna start I'm gonna that's actually my next project in the house. I'm gonna start working on that because uh you know, I'm not gonna take out the door, like make the door until I got the whole room yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if it'll affect them too much, but I'm going to try to move most of the babies over to that room with the incubator and, you know, uh, like the stuff I'm raising up, maybe put in that room. Yeah. I, I don't know, whatever, however it works out. But, uh, you know, dude, I got this, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. I got this 75 foot hose. Oh my God. <laughs> Hooking up to the sink. I'm just filling water bowls. Like nobody's business, man. Oh dude. It is the I coolest thing ever. I may copy you because I'm tired of lugging water around. All right. So yeah. I may try to do that. It was such a liberating feeling to throw out. Like I have those, uh, you know, those like iced tea jugs that you can buy. Yeah, the jugs a... is over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're out in oh. the trash, dude. <laughs> See, now I want to do it. Now I'm going to go find a kitchen hose or one of those like ones you can pull down for washing dishes and shit. Oh yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that might happen soon. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I what I've been up to is that I've been working on my website. As you know, I've been sending you pictures and stuff. But, um, you know, <clears throat> it's, it, it made me a little – so I don't know if you know, but there was a little bit of, um, you know, they're starting to crack down on selling animals on Facebook. I figured that was coming. Yeah. So no. I was talking to uh, – when I was talking to Rob earlier, he was telling me that when they had it for horses – that um, they were real quick to shut that down and maybe reptiles are kind of under the radar, but it seems like um, that may be something that people need to think about Um, because I think it's technically you're not allowed to sell animals on the marketplace, right? Isn't that correct? That is, well, on the Facebook marketplace, but they'll take that down. But I haven't seen, like nobody's come and stopped me from having my own personal business Facebook page. Which is fine. If they tell me no selling animals, I'll take down all the galleries that have for sale animals and stuff on it and just throw up a bunch of links to the website if you want to go buy something, and I'll call it a day. If they still tell me to take it down, fine, whatever. So So what do you think people are going to do? It seemed like everybody made the move from having an actual www.com to Facebook, and if all of a sudden they pull the plug on that – well, you're fucked. Uh, you're right. It would be, be kind of correct. Yeah, you're exactly correct. A lot of people, because Facebook's free and dot coms sure. and websites, you know, they it costs cost me money. twenty dollars a week to. I'm sorry, it costs me twenty dollars a month to host my website, and you know, and then I have to pay a certain amount of money every couple years for the domains. So you know, mm-hmm. that's that's that. So. um but I think because it was free, a lot of people kind of just didn't need the website to design a Facebook page. Now, if that goes away, we're back to where we were, where I'm pretty sure a lot of people aren't going to still have websites. They're just going to go mainly on, uh, just going to have King Snake ads and Fauna ads. But will it mean that we're going to have a big flow of more? Because I remember when I started some of those pages for ads, like say like the Carpet Python page on King Snake used to be mm-hmm. multiple pages long. Right now, it's just one page long. It's a lot of the same animals from the same people, and that's pretty much it. If we were to lose all the Facebook stuff, I think that would just kind of explode. And where it would kind of suck is that we're going to lose a lot of the uh, backyard kind of, hey, uh, I'm getting out of it, selling all my racks and computer systems kind of deal. That would mm-hmm. pop up on Facebook because like you used to only ever find those on say like Craigslist or 
on a forum. I mean, those people don't advertise on Kingsnake or anything like that because anybody on Kingsnake is going to start asking, like, can you ship or anything like that? And they don't want to mm-hmm. ship racks. So it would, it would kind of suck that way is we would lose that connection to the backyard kind of stuff. And I would hope that maybe that kind of stuff would still be allowed as long as it's not an animal, but whatever. Um, so yeah, it would, I think a lot of people are either going to be getting websites or panicking. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, I'm waiting for, uh, I have a new light tent coming, like professional, like three light kind of huge light tent thingy coming. And mm-hmm. once that gets here, I'm putting up all new pictures of the babies I have for sale, as well as taking new pictures of all my breeders, because it'll actually fit them in there. So uh, I have to completely redo Rogue, which is kind of cool, but it's just one of those things where... It's been a while coming. Yeah, I uh, so what so what I worked on is like um, the one thing that I would have is like on my collection pages is that just sort of like so if you go to the collection page, it takes you to an overview of like the stuff that yeah. I have um, and you know stuff that I hope to have in the future but don't have yet. You know, I kind of like left spaces for that and stuff. You know, right. that, that kind of deal. But uh, if you click on, like I use Darwin's, for example, if you go to that page, you click on the Darwin, then it'll take you to a page where it'll have all my individual animals, right? Right. And, um, you know, tell the, you know, uh, whether it's a history of them, where I got them, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Um, But then, like, the very last animal on that page is an albino. And then you click on, there's like a related, um, how did I word it? Uh, I forget exactly how I worded it. Something like related uh, animals or related morphs or something like that. Right. I'm not sounding stupid with my own website because I click it up. So (laughs) you hit it on collection, you go to Darwin's, then you'll see like there's a bunch of animals there. The very last one will say Darwin carpet morph projects and you hit on albino. They'll take you to another page and it'll show you the albinos that I'm working with. So like I put my crosses in there and then I put my pure in there, gave a little history of the Darwin albino um, gene. And then at the bottom, I kind of did a little thing with genetics using like the pictures. I'm sure you've seen it. Like if you have an albino yeah. to a head albino, you know, you get 50% albinos, 50% normal, yes. that albino to head, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, I'm kind of doing that. My breeding diaries. Um, so, like, I'm trying to, to do um, where I'm, I don't have to give somebody a lineage thing anymore where they can just go and look at my website and, you know, they can get all the information that they want there. But what I do is I sort of, sort of start to put my pairings together um, for the next season. And, you know, I'm up to 12. <laughs> still got a ways to go but i'm up to 12 um and basically i put the uh the dam and the sire there give a little bit of where they came from et cetera, et cetera. um and then obviously some of the pictures i have to update because these are when they're young so it's kind of like what you're saying you got to get these uh you know baby carpets that you had and it was easy to take pictures of to i gotta get uh, shove an adult in there yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, I cram an uh, adult in something. So 
Yeah, so what I do is, like, I kind of have that, and I have this for my previous seasons as well, but each year I kind of fine-tune it a little more. Um, this one that I did this year I think looks much more streamlined and easier to look at. Um, but each female that produces, I kind of do a page for that one too, so I'll link it up there so you can see, like, all the clutches she had. And then I kind of do like a family tree, so it shows the whole clutch and the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah. And there's a lot of slots on my website for that too. There's like the journal and my breeding diary, which I actually have been keeping up with that this year, which is weird. I used to always like let it go. And then like when the season was over, quick update everything and it was like pointless. But uh-huh. I usually, because I'm keeping up with the when I observe blocks, uh, when everyone cooled down, when everyone warmed up. Uh, when eggs were laid, when uh, eggs hatched. And a lot of times, you know, I always have my phone on me. So a lot of times when I'm downstairs, if a female laid, I quick snap a picture and that's now in the diary. So it's like she laid eggs and here she is on top of the eggs. And then the later down, it goes like, you know, uh, like right after that picture is usually a picture of the eggs hatching which, you know, is, uh, again, I find picture, I find the babies hatching. So that's it right there. Mm-hmm. And then below that is uh, a picture of one, like the best looking baby in the group that's out and about, like, you know, a couple after sheds and then that's it. And I'm going to try to include links on there to take you to the for sale page of that in the section of that particular baby or that clutch. So it's kind of cool with that, but, um, or maybe even link it to the lineage page because I have a spot on my page on my website for uh, all the family trees from a certain year. I don't really like how it's done, so I'm going to probably redo it. But I kind of done that because if people go on there and they click on the pairing, they can get the family tree and they can download it themselves and they're fine. So uh, kind of just go with that way. But yeah, Yeah. I got to, I've gotten, because of Facebook, I've kind of gotten lazy with the updates to my website and stuff like that. So I have to get back into the swing of things because I kind of want to start pushing that a little bit more. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm so like last year I started. Uh, so I've always been a fan of like the way Anthony Caponetto's website was laid out back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he had like keep in the carpets and breed in the carpets. So I had that. But um, so like breeding carpets, I still have so much to add, but like I stopped on male combat because I don't have the picture of males combat. <laughs> I don't oh. have any pictures of that. Let, remind me when we get to breeding season, I'll throw males together and we can take pictures. They'll just, you well, know, rough each yeah, other up. I don't, I don't <laughs> care about taking the pictures. It's just like, I can't believe I've never taken a picture of this because I know I've done it. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've had... You know, I thought it was accident. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still, like, you know, I the first year I ever that, wanted to, what's that? I should have taken pictures of that uh, zebra jag trying to combat that one male jungle because that was just hilarious. Well, that's so, just wrong. You know, I know, right? <laughs> like, if you see this, you, yeah, he's not having a seizure that he's yeah. trying to combat. Yeah. Poor guy. So, poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I have a I still have a lot to work on with that, but after this, as I go through this season, I'll be able to uh, to finish that out. The keep in the carpets that's pretty much done. Um, the only thing I have to add there is like, uh, you know, I'm doing like uh, short 
natural history type of deal of each of the subspecies. Some of them are still empty. And then the cool thing is, it's like, you know, if you if you look at whatever, uh, either IJs, Darwin's, whatever, coastals, I have a little box there that you can check on. That just it'll take you right to the collection page for just the Darwin's and all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that, you know, um, people will find it informative and useful. And it's it's a lot easier to do on on this than it is on say Facebook and try to like really you know if you want to look for lack of a better word if you want to look high end you know you gotta you gotta put the work into it type of deal, you, so. you do and it's a lot and the problem is that you also have to put in the work and you also have to update it because one of the things and this is what finally got me on my kick to start updating it and to improve the photo stuff and all that crap is that one of my biggest pet peeves when I was first getting into it is people's websites who never changed. Like yeah. they were never updated. They never did anything. The same babies were up forever. And it's like, all right, I got it. So I, I kind of fell into those old things. So, uh, and partially that was because of, again, I got lazy on Facebook and I had a bad year last year when it came to babies. So I kind of right. wasn't really trying to sell online too much because I didn't really have too much to sell. Now, you know, I produced 85 babies this year, and that's not including the ones I'm going to get from the split clutch, clutch with Balin. So, right. you know, it, it's a pretty nice sized group of kids that I need to get the hell out of here. So, um, and of course, uh, I ended up getting a few animals returned to me that I had sold to a guy. Uh, so they came back, so now I got to figure out, got to get them resold and get out of here again. So, yeah. Oh, everybody wants to know my uh, website it's address. www.rogue-reptile.com Dot com. There you go. God damn it. That's cheating. Ian's looking out for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not swift enough to like talk about and I just assume that everybody knew what my website was as I'm, I'm we sure. say it at the end of every show yeah <laughs> nobody listens to the end after <laughs> uh, five years of listening you should all know it yeah. god damn it um but yeah I, I've been well so I started taking pictures today and yeah. I'll, I'll share it uh, will I be able to share it yeah well over in the chat so well this animal was one that hatched out at Owen's place. <laughs> the, the red, the red uh, zebra jag. It's, it's a red zebra tiger jag. Right. Um, that was the one. Um, if if people are remembering the story, that's the one that I thought got loose, and I have to call you and tell you that like zebra jags, which were still like unfreaking heard of of being produced in the United States were somehow loose in my house. So <laughs> yeah. And it turns out they, they crawled into a light fixture in the cage and I totally missed it after yeah, I ripped so my room apart. I've seen some of the other ones from this clutch. So this was yeah. my first year breeding and I've seen some of the other ones from this clutch and they, they do not look like this one here. I don't know. There was something special about this one and the red on this animal like if I put if I put the uh, so I also have a 
uh, probably don't have a picture of it. Oh, here it is. This one is a super, no, a caramel zebra. Jack. Tiger Jag. Tiger Jag. Well, I like yours. I like the one you produced better because the pattern is broader. Like you get, there's more color inside those. Like I don't, even, I want to call them saddles, but they're like squiggles. There's, they, they, you know, you got more color in there, so it looks cooler. Um, yeah. The caramel is thin. You can't really see any kind of caramely color. It's a lot of, you can see it, but there's also a lot of black. Um, so I like yours, and I'm not sure if that's just because of what male, what the parents were, or if the red and the caramel do different stuff, but um, yours is definitely very cool. And dare I say, dare I suggest that Well, I produced both of them, by the way. Uh, oh, good job. But I <laughs> suggest that after you breed V tamale, maybe yeah. the year after you take the, Z, the red zebra tiger jag and breed it to Molly. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, okay, good. All right. sure. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Good. Now, yeah. The, the, what's crazy is, is that, so the first one, the red, yeah. is was produced by a zebra jag, which you own now, yeah. uh, bred to um, a red tiger from Jason Bale. The second yeah. one, which is the caramel, was from a super caramel zebra jag bred to a citrus tiger. So, huh. yeah. You would think that the citrus would have done something a little bit more with the color. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. It was kind of like, I mean, it was, he, I, this was I mean, kind of a slow starter, but um, yeah. I, I gotta, really like it pictures of that citrus you gave me it looks like a goddamn jungle in the cage dude it's like <laughs> yellow and grapefruit colored and then black and I'm like holy hell so yeah yeah so i don't know man like um and then well from that same clutch which i posted up on this is the zebra tiger which i guess has a little bit of red in there but um yeah i'd say that's where the red color went um and you, you can just by having this Balance, tiger, uh, tiger pixelation in the saddle. Yes. You know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah, talking about from those 07s. Yeah, and also the um, just the breakup of the normal busy zebra pattern. It's almost like there are certain parts there that are trying to become a stripe, like that one curve at the end where it's like it's trying to make a kind of uh, stripe down the spine a little bit. So, but yeah, she's yeah. pretty. I wasn't sure, like, um, you know, how you how you know if there's tiger in there or not. But I was talking to Paul, and I was showing him some of the pictures, and he was telling, you know, he was trying to explain to me, but I, I, without explaining it to me at the same time, I knew what he was talking about. It's like it reduces, so it's like a tiger jag. It reduces it the reduces. jag, reduces the pattern, so it's kind right. of the same with the deal. You know what I mean? So. Oh. It would reduce the pattern, but where I think that you see more of it in a tiger jag is because jag works so well with tiger, with the whole uh, saddles going down the side is where you get that big, broad, bald back of a tiger jag. So that's helpful. But a zebra, which is like lightning patterns all over the body, or granite, that kind of tiger does its best, but it can't really do 
what it would normally do if it was just Jag. So right. if you can see with yourself, that is like zebra Jag tiger. It, it, it's definitely more reduced, and but you still have some pattern that goes up into the back area, but it's not as say busy if you had not had the tiger in there at all. So it is definitely very cool. Yeah. So, um, uh, shit. What was I just going to say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> there we are. The show is broken down. It's anyway. Yeah. Um, no, uh, this year I'm going to try to do, uh, granite jag to tiger. See. Really? Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say before the show started. We were talking about, you know, I was going through my collection and whatnot, and um, I'm looking at all these different things that, you know, I guess I kind of take for granted. And, like, when you're looking at it in a picture, like, oh, shit, that's really nice. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, so many tubs and so many, uh, you know, animals. And, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, um, I uh, – oh, that's the photo of uh, all the different carpets. That Scott did. That's pretty cool. Um, that is nice. It's, I don't have a normal Jag in my collection. <laughs> I don't have a normal one. Like, and I'm, I love that you said that because I was sitting here and I'm like, son of a bitch, I don't either. Because <laughs> like, Talon is the father of all my Jags to a certain point, and he's a red Jag. So it's like I've not owned a normal Jag probably since Aurora died. And I mean, that's like, it's going on a few years ago. And I mean, I've produced normal Jags and I've sold normal Jags, but I've never kept one for breeding purposes. I have no normal Jags. So yeah, it's funny. It's kind of like, well, I was talking about uh, the reason that I said it is because I was like, man, I want to produce some tiger Jags. And I have all these tigers, but I have no Jags. (laughs) I would be straight up those like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then so, you were like, I don't even know where to go to get them. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, you're happened, right. You have, to, <laughs> like, you have to wait for someone to produce one as a byproduct. <laughs> which, oh, dude. It'll be, how times it'll be have changed, man. <laughs> how times have changed. Are you kidding me, dude? I'm trying to sell, like, uh, last year I'm selling normal, like, a normal Jag for, like, say, 100 bucks. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I bought mine for $1,400. It's like, holy crap. And if I had produced the animals that I am producing back when, like, I was in college in, like, 2005 or 2006, I, so much money. (laughs) Really, really crap. So. Yeah, it was, it's kind of nuts. You know, it's, Oh. What happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. Scott wants to ask everybody to go to NACTUS Award and vote for Geckos in Category 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. Uh, I'll just get the link and I'll post it up. Okay. Whatever uh, is he is he up for something? Did he? Yeah, I think he's something? I think he's in some kind of some kind of contest or something where they're voting for um, pictures or something like that. And uh, Scott takes some pretty awesome pictures. Yeah, um, 
And he's lucky because he gets to go find it out in the bloody bush. <laughs> walk out of his house and be like, I'm going to yeah. go for a walkabout. Yeah, and then he finds everything. Jerk. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a coastal carpet on my fence. <laughs> damn uh, it. Damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I gave my tiger – there we go. All right. I got the link. Okay. I'm going to send it over. Yeah, we got to hook them up. Yeah. Um, there we go. Go ahead, Owen. You can talk while I'm doing this. Real I'll quick. talk. Oh, you're right. I should do that. Anyway. <laughs> you were t- <laughs> well, and, and I was talking to you about the same thing where it's like, I'm like, I should start up my Carmel Tiger Project. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, all my tigers are red tigers because that's what I was kind of focused on for the longest time. And I had normal tiger males, especially when I produced my first caramel tiger. But, you know, they've, I've sold some, uh, you know, uh, one died and it's like stuff like that. So it's like, oh, shit. I was literally out of normal male tigers. So that's why I ended up, uh, if you saw, I posted up those striped animals that I got from Kyle. And the reason I even got that pair is I'm like, I need normal tigers again. I need to, you know, because I have the Russians, I have the Reds, I have the Caramels, but I don't have anything that I could work into, say, an Exanic project or a Caramel project. So I needed the normal stuff. So that's why I ended up having to get back into that. But it's funny that you almost take certain things for granted. And uh, when it comes to you're picking your holdbacks, you're picking the bright, beautiful, best thing out of that animal and uh, or that, that group. So it's like a caramel jag or a super caramel jag or a granite, but you're letting some really good animals go by the wayside because you're like, I don't need these, but turns out someday you might. So, uh, and of course, the problem is we can't keep everything, otherwise we totally all would. So, right. you just kind of got to get plugged back into certain projects, so... I'm uh I'm building up my tiger projects. Uh now that there's babies on the ground, I might grow up my own granite project and see if I can do it again. <laughs> so <laughs> I can do that and then, you know, there's a few other things. So you kinda gotta get into it. So you and I were bouncing off each other like what would we get rid of? What would we think about? And I was talking to Balin about this earlier because, you know, I'm like, hey, I you know, if you're going to keep her and uh, breed her, do I really, should I really keep this granite male that I got laying around here that hasn't bred anything? He's like, I ditch it. So, you know, there's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know, man. You know how I am about giving, giving up stuff. And it's kind of I like. Know. Uh, <laughs> well, um, let me put it this way. I've been bit more than. I'd like to admit when it comes to certain things like that, where I'm like, uh, like just let's just get rid of the product. Let's say uh, a couple years ago, I had a ton of corn snakes, cow kings, bull snakes, a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, you know, uh, they didn't breed for me this year. I, I, I'm overwhelmed with babies and all sort of crap. I'm going to trim the fat. And I'm going to ditch this stuff. So I ended up selling all my cow kings, all my corn snakes, all my bull snakes. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm rebuying corn snakes, king snakes, bull snakes, pine snakes, stuff like that. Stuff that I already had because I'm like, you know, I miss having the collier bridge because they were easier to breed. 
and the babies always hold quickly. So, you know, I've been bit more times than I like to remember that about the whole seller's remorse or something like that. Get rid of a project because you want to get rid of it, and then like two years later, you're rebuying the shit. Yeah, you know what pisses me off about that is like you you're super excited. So this is like the thing, and when this is why I stay with carpets and a few other like well, I should say Australian pythons, and then I have Angolans. But carpets being the main thing, it's like you when you when you're first getting into something, you're super excited about it. You're really pumped up. You want to work with this. You're gonna make this. You got everything kind of mapped out. You know, a year or so goes by and you're raising it up and then you might lose, you know, that same love, you know, whatever, da, 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 da. And you don't, you're not as excited about the project or, you know, I, I don't know if this is a reason, not for me, but it could be for somebody that maybe the, the, the money part of it uh, is, is kind of, you know, <laughs> went in the tank, so to speak, and it's not worth as much as it once was, you know, I, I don't think that that should ever be a reason of why you're working with what you're working with, but for some people it is, you know, and yeah. that's just, that's just the reality, but you spend all this time raising it up and then you, you go and you, you sell it. And then like a year later, you're like, shit, I shouldn't have sold that. And then next thing you know, you're going out and buying a new one. Buying it again. Yeah. And doing the same thing. And it's just like, oh man, you know, I don't know. So you, I would recommend like really thinking about what projects you want to do and, and really thinking about like your long-term thing. And it's cool to try things out here and there and uh, see if you like it, but, you know, try to stick with your projects, man. Try to, try to see it at least come to breed at least once. You know what I mean? Right. Like you put all this work into it at least tr- so you can check it off. If, you know, for some people, that's part of their thing too. They want to, you know, breed all these check different all the species. species. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, so. and also, you, you know, you never know when it's going to break for you. So you could be trying and trying and trying and then, you quit it and who knows, maybe that would have been the season that would have gotten it done depending on the weather or the animals or something else that had changed. So it, it's kind of crappy to give up on it. But in the, also on the other hand, you also should recognize your own collection and where the fat can be trimmed. Um, I, I told you that when uh, I have two boys right now, one is a year older than the other that are from the exact same parents. And the younger one is now developing and is developing leaps and bounds better than his older brother. So then it's like, all right, uh, it's male. So it doesn't really matter that the one's a year younger than the other. And uh, the other one's way better looking and they both bring the same genes to the table. So do I really need two of them is what I'm kind of going off right now. So, right. And with, and with cage space for, juveniles and grow up bins kind of being a commodity, uh, I'll probably let the one go. So you need to also recognize when it's time to call it quits on an animal. But, you know, I, would I be making the same decision if I didn't have both of them? Probably not. You know, it's, you know, I have, I, I already have that there and it's better looking. So I'll let him go. And their father, their, I'm sorry, their grandfather you still run around making babies too. So, I mean, the hell. So, it's like, <laughs> well, I let one of these go. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, there's there are some things I probably could could uh, could get rid of. I think I've trimmed most of the fat that I was trying to trim um, with that last uh, push I gave you. Uh, yeah. When you went to Hamburg, you know, the stuff <laughs> right. I said, don't bring back. <laughs> don't bring this back. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> under, under no circumstances are you to bring this back. Let's uh, price you want whatever. All right. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, I look at, like, uh, I just look at different things and, like, you know, hats and stuff. I can get rid of that if I have a visual, things like that. Yeah. But uh, most of the pure stuff, though, I, I like to hold on to because you never know, you know, what's going to come down the line. I, mean, I You know, when we were talking about the Tiger Jag, it's like I wanted to produce Tiger Jags, and I gave that Tiger Jag female to Matt. I'm almost tempted to send him a mail, <laughs> you know, get him to breed some. <laughs> right. Send him a male tiger. I got plenty of them, you know, and just <laughs> see what happens. But uh just drop it off at his house. Just, just, just yeah. drive over there and be like, "You bring, won't have you a bring them back." <laughs> speaking yeah. of, speaking of which, did you see he got the full clutch of Extreme Marble Borneo? What I the mean, hell, dude! Holy shit! So, if yeah. you guys don't know, our good friend Matt Minatola, who is Philly Herp, uh, Philly Herp the culture, uh, he specializes in Borneo short tails. Um, he produced, I guess this was like two years ago, right? That he produced this yeah, that, extreme marble. It's like a I mean, marble. Nuts. Yeah. Right. So now he produced a whole clutch. Um, they're freaking unbelievable. Uh, That's got to feel good, dude, to get that to like the entire clutch is that. I mean, come on. Yeah, I like to see like, you know, all these times, like I want to be what Matt is in Borneo's Eric to Carpet. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's just this, like right. <laughs> he's just super focused. His collection is top notch. He knows what he's trying to do. He's got everything planned out, or so it appears. Um, and, <laughs> he's you know, good at he, doing that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just throwing shit to the wind. But I don't know. From seeing his collection, man, he pretty he has a pretty good idea of what's going on. But uh, I posted him over on every freaking page you can imagine. But um, Go over to his uh, Facebook page, and I guess you'll find them there too. But these things are insane, man! They're they're just really cool. Um, I don't know something about those uh, marbles. I just like they're just cool snakes. I'm sure that they'll bite the shit yeah. out of me when I go to sex them and help them sex them. <laughs> oh, that's right! You have to go do that. I might yeah. come this time and film it and just kind of stand off to the side. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I'd be um, all right with that. <laughs> yeah, they just bit the shit out of me the whole time. And, you know, and Matt yells at me to stop. He's like, act like it's venomous. Act like it's venomous. <laughs> I just keep going like, no, nah, no. Nah. How do you act like it's venomous? shit bit so. out of me, you know, the whole time. But, um, yeah. So, so uh, the other buddy uh, had a question for me that I'm going to hit on. He said, have okay. you used the Reptilinx minis yet? I was wondering because someone at Carpet Fest said the casing would fall apart when you thawed them out. I just wanted to know before I ordered some. So, um, have you? I have, and I, I don't know what that means. 
Um, it's, it's us. That is, it, it, like, the, the, you keep talking. I have to decipher whatever the hell that gibberish was. Yeah. So, so, uh, so I, I did, and I used them the other day on the baby. Oh, I used it on the carpet named Stone. And the reason we called it Stone is because uh, Rob Stone brought it back from the brink of death during Carpet Fest. Um, so I gave it to, we gave him two mice tails the other day. This was during Carpet Fest. We gave him one on, I right. think it was Friday and one on Sunday. And um, we, uh, it, it took it down. It drank a whole lot of water. Everything seemed to be going good. And I followed out one of those and I gave it to him. He ate it. Nice. I didn't have any problems, so I don't know. To me, to me, they work. They work pretty good. So there you go, other buddy. I would order them up. Uh, I didn't feed any of the big. I got I got some big links and stuff like that, but um, I didn't feed any of that yet. Um, I am going to do that real soon because I wanted the Apparently- video. Apparently. Uh, apparently Chris Foley was raising a few of my holdback babies for me just because I didn't have any cage space and all their craziness. But anyway, uh, apparently he was feeding them some reptilinks that he had gotten and they all were apparently taking them no problem. And I'm happy to report that they're home now and they took frozen thawed rodent prey, no problem. So there's no worry about a transition backwards either. So. Yeah, I don't think you'll have a problem with that. That's no, my my not opinion, at all. but you know, um, I think though that like I think that uh, Nick from Reptilinks is right that um, mm-hmm. you get more calories in um, uh, in in like the Reptilink than you would feeding it the same size prey of say a rodent of whatever sort. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's like a super duper protein bar or something for people. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I dig them. Uh, I saw Chris nice. Lemmy. He he uh, he did the same, and he he posted up some pics of his uh, couple of his IJs uh, eating uh, eating them. So, um, and uh, you know, those guys over at Reptilinks are pretty freaking awesome to deal with. So, uh, yeah, I definitely would. Uh, Give them a try. What do you got to lose? So nothing, because either they'll eat them or they won't, and yeah. move forward. And if you're somebody like me, I have totally nothing to lose, because if my snakes don't eat them, I'm just going to chuck them to the monitors, and yeah. they will eat garbage. I swear to God, they'll eat garbage. They don't care. They'll eat anything. So <laughs> yeah, we uh, each other. Right. So. Oh, I was just, uh, my website just popped up and I'm, uh, and what do you think, uh, the pairing that popped up clutch number three, Molly Ringwald to V. <laughs> yes. I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> yes. You're going to put yeah. them together and V is going to be like, no, I'm like, no, damn you do it. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, dude, I've been, the problem is, is that, and it, and it sucks when we kind of, you ever feel kind of a little sad when you talk about uh, animals and you kind of remember the people you got them from who are kind of no longer in this anymore. Yes. 
and it's yeah. like and it's like you get a little get a little get a little sad because you're like man i wish they were here to see this or mm-hmm. be involved with this or god i would kill to see what they could have done with a few more years of refining this yeah. you know and b b is always that with me because like you know you, you got b from luke didn't you yep so it's like luke had stellar reds before reds were even tampered with that much and b just proves that so it'd be like every once in a while it's like man I wish Luke was still in here because it'd be nice to see what Luke could have done with a few more years of refinement. Or, you know, it'd be cool to see what Luke's reaction would be to say V and Molly and stuff like that. So, you know, every once in a while you get a little sad about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He, um, so for people that don't know that are maybe new to carpets, Luke Snell was, um, he was uh, a breeder that uh, had his company was called Morelia and Wonderland. And um, he kind of focused on IJs a lot, which is like why I probably love IJs as much as I do. Because I got, I went up to visit him a few times to check out his collection. And, he had um, a gorgeous collection. We went up that one time. It was like oh, our yeah. first, that was like our first bonding experience as, Radio host. Radio host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and he had like I don't know, he was just so he was like what Matt is with Borneos, he was like with carpets. Like he really had it fine tuned that this specific animal was going with this specific animal and you know, he, he really produced and no. it was just refined. He he knew where everybody was going and there was a purpose and a reason every animal had in the collection towards an ultimate goal. So, yeah, and it was it was lucky that I was, you know, somewhat, um, you know, talked to him on a regular basis that, um, you know, when he bred those reds that year and the shit that popped out was just unbelievable. I mean, this was even yeah. before Balin produced reds. I think Balin produced reds. The one that his was like his albino the following year. Yeah, um, it looked albino. But, um, you know, Luke. That was, I think V was from the second time he bred reds, because I remember yeah. seeing him on NP, and I was like, what the holy hell is that? Yeah, because, what is it, Balin was take Balin had that red tri-stripe, and Balin was trying to get red into Tiger. Luke was just trying to make reds, and it's like, that's where everything kind of got stellar, and I know Balin kind of redid, retooled his projects after, uh, seeing what Luke was getting to kind of work more on the color and then getting back to the stripe later. So that's why the first year of red tigers, uh, compared to what Balin's popping out now, <laughs> the red is totally different. So, oh, and the yeah. color. Yeah. It's on the next so, level, man. Those guys have yeah. picked it up, you know? Yeah. So, so I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. That was, uh, for whatever reason that, that, that pairing just never, I don't know. It never worked out. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, here she. Here he is. So I'm going to share. Never share got this. there. <laughs> share this. You picture. never. You never produced it. Was it Balin? And Balin was the one who produced Molly. And every time we bring it up, he just gets mad. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> you know, oh, I told man. him once. I said, "Man, I'm waiting for him to breed Vita Molly Ringwald." He goes, "I want Molly back." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> You know, or he's like, I want him to breed Molly to be. So, 
I'm yeah, pretty and- sure people will be clamoring over that. Oh, that beautiful bastard. There he is. Man. And this is uh, my... Um, you made me bring him back to back for you for freaking uh, White Plains. I had to drive him home and hand him over. Gosh. Yeah, that had to suck, man. And then I it got did this suck. one. You made, then I got, you made me do it again with the diamond. <laughs> yeah. I got this animal from uh, Balin, but I bought this at um, ICAST. Speaking of ICAST. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ICAST. <laughs> that's a gorgeous animal. Yeah. So that's kind of my red projects right there. Um, you know, and, and what's crazy is that there hasn't been any refinement as far as albinos. You know, I no. know it's I'm going off the rails as far as going out of coastals. Think about Xanax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think about things like I that. Wait. Um, that's what I want. I want a, I want a refined, gorgeous, like, bluish silver Xanax that someone yeah. really puts time into. So. Yeah. So I can't wait. And here's the thing. I don't know. I'm curious of your thoughts. So I posted up V, and you can see how reduced yep. his pattern is, right? Yes. What do you yes. think a tiger jag is going to do to that? Even I think more? you're going to get. I think you're going to get either even more. Or do you remember what that super tiger that that super tiger jag looked like that uh, Will Leary was kind of pandering all out there when they first produced? Yes. I think you're going to start getting that. I think you're, because the problem is that you're never going to lose. It depends. Cause I've seen tire Jags where the, the black about halfway down, it's like a lot of my guys, the black halfway down stops going around the saddles. So you really right. stop getting, you know, pattern around the saddles. V tends to have a lot of definition to his pattern, even though he doesn't have that much of a pattern. Uh-huh. He's pretty outlined even all the way down towards the near of his tail. He does lose the black as he gets more towards the belly. So I think what you're going to get is, first off, you're going to get a reduction of the saddles. They're going to get even freaking smaller. And then you're going to lose a lot of the black that goes around the saddles. Mm-hmm. So saying that, you're probably only going to get one or two babies that have that kind of stellar kind of reduction and stuff like that. And then you're probably going to get a, a few that look like him, like with like reduction in pattern wise. And then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you got some pretty heavily patterned ones too. Really? Just the way it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you'll obviously get what I'm hoping you get is a complete bald back with that kind of killer red color with very thin saddles going on the side. So it's like almost like little dots on the sides is what I'm hoping you'll get. Um, I'd be interested to see how the head patterns turn out because he's barely got a head pattern. He just has that little V on his head. So <laughs> yeah, that's like, why I call him V. <laughs> I know it's why I love it. But yeah. it's like in saying that, dude, it's like it, uh, carpet clutches. The animals are so varying. You're gonna get stellar. You're gonna get amazing. You're gonna get everything you hope for. And then you're also gonna get on the other end of the spectrum where it's like, well, why? How the hell did you show up here? So like, you know, you're gonna get that non-red dark brown, heavy pattern boy. And you're like, oh, well, all right, one egg. You know, that's just how it goes. But right. you will get some great looking t- 
Tiger Jags, like some stellar looking Tiger Jags. So uh, I've been excited and I called dibs. So yeah. everybody else can get in line behind me for that one. You know what's crazy? Mm. I just Googled Tiger Jag, right? Yeah, and I'm just looking up. through. I'm just looking through, and yeah. like our animals are all over the place. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. I don't like, even want to do it. Like if you type in anything, I start looking at. I'm like, that's mine. That's mine. So I'm that's looking mine. at this. I'm looking yeah. at this tiger, and I was like, wow, that looks like a citrus tiger. Here it's Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, that looks just like a citrus tiger. Oh, shit, pixie. All right, well, yeah, that happens. Okay. Rough reptiles, all right, fair enough. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then it's like there's, wait, which one is this? Laura? Russian Oh, Russian yeah, Russian yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. See, that's just how it happens. Yep. That's uh, just pretty funny. It is hilarious. So. I mean, it's <laughs> like I... It's like I've been thinking about looking at it. Uh, it's even funnier when I do, when I start designing my tattoos. I'm like, uh-huh. I need pictures of white lips. So I type in white lips and it pops up. I'm like, well, that one's mine. That one's mine. God damn it. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, why did I even Google? Why didn't I just go through my own damn pictures? So, you know. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... <clears throat> I've been uh I went on a little bit of a shopping spree as of late. Um really cuz you were kind of blatantly buying one from Nick Mutton. <laughs> he was like he's like look at all these babies you're like I need a super and he's like how about this one you're like yay I'm like well that was fast and easy. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted a uh I need a super caramel jag for yeah. making some uh out cross ghosts type stuff. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, I need to uh, need to pick that up. Um, I think uh, I should. Be I'm sorry. Like, what? You were you were a kid, and I typed in Tiger Jack Coastal Carpet. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> that's, See? Uh, yeah. I'm like, that's Eric's. That's mine. That's mine. Tapanettos. That's. Leary's, it's like, oh shit. So yeah, okay. I I recognize everybody here. Oh look, Echo. Yeah, okay. So all right, gotta yeah. stop doing this. But so you want to do the outcrossed ghost stuff, which you said you have the opportunity to do it this coming year. Now, are we gonna call them ghosts or are we gonna call them caramel exanics? Oh, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna say ghost, I guess. Um... Really? Because I would have done Caramel Exanic. Because if there's any hope for true hypos, I want to save Ghost for that. I, I'm kind of with you, I guess. It's just that I think that if we all don't agree which way to go, it's going to be very confusing to a lot of Mass people. Mass pandemonium. Yeah. yeah. But then what happens when the true hypos show up and we start breeding those two Exanics? What do we call those? Uh... Ghost with the hypo line? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. True ghosts, not yeah. fake ghosts. Yeah. Well, right. then you got the red too. I mean, what do you call them? You know. Well, they the red the the red exanics have been done. I know Nick produced a few of those, but I'm not sure if he's done any kind of refinement when it comes to the reds and when it comes to the exanic. So, I thought basically, 
I thought he didn't what? have any. Uh, what do you call? Well, I thought he got. I think he sold them all because he produced some red Xanax, and then I think he kind of ditched them because he didn't really want to do that because he didn't want to get them kind of in with his caramel stuff. Right. So there are a few people out there who are kicking around red Xanax. So I'm not sure what that's going to do, and I'm not sure what the end game there is with that stuff. So when it comes to the red Xanax, uh, I'm not really too impressed by an Xanax red compared to what everybody's calling a, a ghost, which is the caramel Xanax. So with that being said, I'm extremely impressed with all the ghost stuff that's going on in Australia. So I don't know where the hell we are right now. With refinement of the reds, could we start getting onto a level of seeing those red Xanax looking pretty freaking sick? Of course, I think so. Um, same thing goes with the caramel Xanax. So I don't know. I, I may be wrong, but I think those the guys in Australia that are working with the ghost stuff, I think they have caramel hypo Xanax. So I they got they the three. They have the three banger in there, you know. Yeah. Plus, Sanity. they're able to have a little bit more uh, variety when it comes to uh, refining uh, bloodlines and such. So, right. I mean, I think about, I think about, you remember uh, the granites from the Viking line? Yes. Okay. So think about how those granites look as opposed to your everyday run-of-the-mill granite. And the difference just in just in a little bit of selected breeding what was the one you had that one granite that wasn't it a girl that turned out to be a boy that was like a really freaking stellar granite oh no that's, got a from girl. Nick. that's from Nick. girl yeah okay that one she she is like if i ever wanted a like if i ever wanted to build a granite project i would kind of build it to look like her i mean the yeah, color on her makes everything better. And a lot of times granites are dark and they kind of don't get over the earthy tones that a lot of IJs have. But her, yeah. it's like she took on that copper kind of orangey color, which is awesome. So um, it's it's almost like you, you, the Viking line, which is a little bit of refinement, is a much brighter and more appealing granite. So uh, that's kind of where I would have put that. So I would hopefully want to see more of that kind of stuff in the newer morphs. Because even though these morphs have been around for a bit, they haven't been tooled uh, a lot because they are still fairly newer. You know, they're just getting down to people who might want to take an entire project or devote an entire rack to doing nothing but bumping up like Xanax. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I think of, you know, you take Xanax, right? What yeah. if I put one of my M10 coastals with Xanax? I'd throw so much money at you, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> so they're already like, you know, almost Xanax looking somewhat. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like if you were to, to breed that and like, so that's what I'm talking about, like refining the morphs. That's like, I think what, you know, instead of just producing, um, you know, buckets and buckets of all these different morphs, um, I think that, uh, you know, a little refinement is going to go a long way, um, just in my opinion. But 
You know, like if you breed in, like it hasn't been done yet, which is crazy. Is like GQ IJs into granites that hasn't been done. Poster child IJs into granites hasn't been done. Um, you know, it just seems like everybody's focused on you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know making. But but then you more can also take stuff. it. You can also take it a little bit of a step further. I mean. You're talking about moving all that stuff into granite and all that other stuff, or you know, putting the good, really good lines of IJ into the granite. But now imagine those really good lines of IJs into the exanic, and then imagine oh, now, imagine. I really want you to take that stellar granite you got from Nick, and, and just put it to a really good looking freaking exanic. Like I want to see that like really bright silvery color mixed with that nice kind of bright orange and I want to see what the hell kind of a crazy color pattern and insanity come out in those granites. So. Yeah, it's uh, that's actually the first pairing on my page for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Is, right. um, you and I are going to have problems in 2018. I'm just going to stay it's like that. No. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Granite to Exanic IJ. First step in... Um, Actually, you'll like number clutch number two too, because that's um, I'm listening. Coastal carpet pythons. Yes, but it's what I'm calling my ivory tiger project. Oh no! <laughs> and Akko and Beck. Uh, no, and those two animals. Um, God, they, they were babies. Yeah. So, just so everybody knows, I'll give the story. I don't know if I've ever given the story. So, Balin did a joint pairing with um, Will Leary. Yep. Uh, and they did Tiger Jags. And they used the uh, original line Tiger, which is beautiful, by the way. And they bred it with one of the... Yeah. They bred it with one of the Jags from uh, Madam... I guess... I think it's from Madam Blue... Yeah, Madam Blueberry's in there. And... Yeah. Um, he got what at the time they were calling sibs. So if you say that word today, a lot of people, people will yell at you. Off at you yeah. and da, 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 da. <laughs> back then, they were trying to just show that these were, I guess, you know, I guess because of the jag influence, that they were a little bit brighter, a little bit nicer than your average coastal. Yep. You know, I, I, I that would be my thinking of what the reason was behind it. Anyway. He had these two Tiger Jack Sids, and he bred them together, and out popped his clutch. So that's where I bought my very first carpet python from, was, um, and I still have that snake, and it was called, uh, I called her Coffee, and I never bred her, but she's just an amazing-looking um, uh, carpet python. She's very yellow, which is weird, because the rest of that clutch was not that way. So the following year, I asked Jason, this was in, that was in 08, because she's 08, and this was in 09. So I asked him if I could get a trio from that, that see if he was doing the pairing again, and he was. So at the time, he was telling me about how he would get these strange-looking, um, like, bone-white type of looking coastals. So uh, I grabbed these two, and of course, <laughs> I did this a lot to Jason. I picked out ones that he hates that are sold. <laughs> yeah. Teddy you, sold you think that the ones that he, you really regret that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got, 
um, these two and um, Akko is well the re- originally I thought it was a male but it turned out to be a female and mm-hmm. um, she's like this crazy tipping and like it's like red in the tipping but like I, I don't know how to explain her and she's just like bone white and then Beck who is uh, from the same clutch has striped he's striped um, not a perfect stripe, but like if you were to like the what do they call it? Like the zipper zipper type of stripe down the back, yeah. and yeah. portholes on the side. Some of them are connected, some of them are not. But it's got a lot of the tipping in the side. So the idea is is that I'm going to make tigers, but they're going to be this bone white color. Yeah. yeah. So. I like that idea. That should be cool. So I don't know. I don't know if it will work. <laughs> But we'll give it a shot. They might all come out orange, but you know, yeah. it's, we won't know till we try. Worst so. case scenario. Um, I'm really hoping uh, he's cooking a clutch. What's he say? He's cooking. KJ is cooking a clutch of caramel tigers at the moment. Ah. And I don't want to tell any more people about that because I want to get first look at KJ's shit. So, you know, everybody forget I said that. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Uh, I found an old picture as I was going through and doing like some. Um, uh, I have it somewhere in here. There it is. This is the one that you produced, Owen. <laughs> yeah, it looks like one of mine. I remember her having that little trident thing on her head. So, yeah. Looks so good. that was what, good what for a caramel. This is a caramel to a stripe, right? Yeah, it's a caramel to a Ted Thompson tiger. Yeah. Gotcha. So she's uh, she's original line tiger crossed with a caramel. Um, her sister, uh, I was I was hoping that her sister would produce this year. Uh, she's the one that I kept that actually has the stripes that go down the oh. back. Um, okay. But I bred her to that uh, caramel jag I got from you, but nothing ever came of it. Oh. Yeah, I was hopeful. So maybe we'll try again next year. Yeah, caramel tigers are uh, definitely uh, something that's cool. Um, I want want a caramel tiger that's got – I want a super caramel tiger that's got – Three stripes and stellar freaking glowing color. That's all I want. So, and it will happen. Because then, like then I'll make then I'll make super caramel tiger jags the long way around. I'll take one of my super jags to a super tiger and be like, ha So. Yeah. That's cool. That that'll be uh, a cool looking snake for sure. Um, I'll get there when hmm. I'm forty. I'll figure, <laughs> I'll figure that out. Python radio will be 20 year anniversary. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep doing this. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at as far as like I'm just working away on the website and just getting the uh, females up the size. Did you see that uh, clutch that Casey hatched out? He bred a hypo to a stonewashed. Yes. 
and the babies look stonewashed. I don't know if that's hypo or I don't know. Uh, that that's what's now. This I don't know enough about red light <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm gonna pet, I'm gonna put that out there right now because I've never produced stonewash. I've never kept stonewash. The only stonewash I've seen uh, are yours and you know pictures so i don't know but from what i gathered was it recessive stonewash yes mm-hmm. okay but did we ever determine if it had visual markers or not for het uh i don't think so i guess the way to figure that out would be to go to nick's website let's go talk to nick let's and... call him what's he doing right now <laughs> yeah right uh, availability. Let's see. Well, because didn't didn't the original bread lie that were the stone washes? Didn't they? They looked off, right? But they didn't look as pronounced as stone wash, correct? Yeah. Well, so I'm looking at his head, and they look like normal bread lie to me. Hmm. All right. But if you look at the actual stone wash that has that like that reduction in the neck. So Yeah, the spots. Yeah. I don't know. So could Casey have gotten a hypo that was had stone wash? Holy shit. I mean accident? Maybe. That's possible. I mean, if that were true. I'm going to have Casey buy all my lottery tickets from now on because he's the luckiest <laughs> son of a bitch on the planet. Yeah. But it is a possibility if this is a recessive thing popping up, it's either one, uh, we have no idea how Stonewash works and it's truly codom, or two, Casey's hypo had some Stonewash genes in there from somewhere else. Yeah, it's possible which means he just cut his work in half because he's producing all the hypostone washes now. So yeah. I, I guess they'll know. know more once they start climbing out of the egg, you know, um, when they climb out and shed. Yeah. I guess that would yeah. be when you figure it out and uh, see how it goes. That would be cool though. If it turns out to be a stone washed in, cause then I quit. Cause that's just not fair. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, I could. Well, no, nah, my hypo male is big enough. Um, so the only. Well, we were trying to talk about this. Before the show, yeah. Okay. Um, but then I could possibly um, produce bread live this upcoming season. But I don't know whether to go. Why'd you get really far away? What's that? It sounds like you're really far away all of a sudden. I'm really far away? Now you're closer. Oh. That okay. was confusing. Wow. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it's very um, weird. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so I don't know whether to breed uh, and make double hex because you know as well as I know that bread lies take a long time to raise up. Oh, so God, yeah. I guess I guess the smart thing would be to make double hats. Right. But, you know, like stonewashed stripes or, 
I can't make hypos because they're not. But I could also make visual stone washed. But I don't know. What well, would you do? Obviously, you go for the visual stone wash. Like you would obviously. go for visual. Yes. Okay. Over what stone washed head like or <laughs> double head stone wash stripes? Yeah. Well, you got this. You got well. You have a pair of stone wash. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you have a pair of stripes, correct? Mm-hmm. So take the stone wash male and have him do double duty. So this way you can make the stone washes and you can make that double head. And then have the stripe male sit down or go to another bread life female that we were talking about earlier. So this way you can produce everything <laughs> you want to produce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the stripe girl is going to be big enough. I think she's old enough, but I don't know about big enough. Possible. Do it that way. Do it that way. This way. And here's the thing is then you still have the backup male as the stripe. I say lead with the stone wash, but then have your stripe male as like the backup hitter, just in case. And mm-hmm. hopefully, if everything works out well, you can produce stone wash, you can produce uh double hets, and you can produce pet stripes. Yeah, I guess that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> See, aren't you glad I'm here? So, yeah. you know, just be yeah. breeding, breeding your striped male to everything and letting the stonewash guy sit down for a year. Yeah. And then I'd have to hurt you. You know, it's like, come on. So, yeah, do it that way because then it also gives you options. And then heaven for freaking bit, the male stonewash doesn't want to breed. You got the male stripe as backup hitter. And you can do the same thing. You can possibly breed. You can use the male stripe to get – uh the double heads by breeding her him to the female stonewash and you can still get the uh head stripes from that other female we were discussing. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And if I if the female was up to size, I could produce yeah. stripes too. You could. You do all that. So heaven for so the worst case scenario you may not get three clutches for one year, but you can still get enough. And that's good enough. So do that. Always go so, for visuals. So, yeah, I got to get that girl into that. I still have that uh, AT cage that I don't have hooked up yet that I got from that. <laughs> right. Put her in there. Um, get her in this cool room. Um, and get her going so that, uh, I don't know. Yeah. This will be my first time ever breeding uh, red lights. Cold carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nervous as shit at fifty degrees. I'll be like, what? Fifty. Oh, it it it's absolutely crazy. But what I'm actually um I actually built the I put a one of my uh I put my forty one quart rack into my cold room and that's where all my guys are gonna go for winter. But this will be my first year of putting an animal through the cold room uh, that I'm not breeding. Cause I'm going to send my diamond. Uh, Cause she's starting to get pretty big. I'm going to start letting her go through winter. Cause I don't want to kill her at like age, like four. So no. Yeah. Definitely. Avoid that. So she's going through the cold room. I'm going to give the male another year to grow. And then he's going to start going in there with her. And then probably in about two years, they'll actually meet after the cold room. So, you know, see how that goes. Yeah. 
That would be. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to think. So we got uh, invited to GTP Cooper Radio on the next yes. episode. Both of us. We've both been on GTP. Well, you've been on it more than I have. But we've both been on GTP Keeper Radio uh, before. You did it. You were guest hosting. You actually had you do stuff. Um, I was just a guest. Um, yeah. On their post Southern Carpet Fest show, I think last year. Uh, which uh-huh. Balance, Balance says it was hilarious because Buddy's like, well, Owen, you're the owner of Rogue Reptiles and co-host of Morelia Python Radio, and I'm like, correct. And he's like, he's like, why didn't you say that? I'm like, well, they were correct. They were doing right. They, were, <laughs> they weren't lying. It's like, what do you want me to say? So, yeah. you know. You, sir, that, are correct. <laughs> you, sir, are correct. Continue. Go on. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> so, you know, it'll be cool to actually come and, because uh, the, the topic is uh, kind of cool and also horrifying at the same time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gonna be a, still gonna be a good show though. So, I think so. That co- that topic got a little. Uh, I don't want to say heated at Southern Carpet Fest, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> I think much. Owen Owen got up and walked out of the room. <laughs> like uh, I did. I had enough I'm of like, this nonsense. Nope, and I just walked away. So you know. Yeah. It was one of those, I'm far too intoxicated to contribute, and I, you know, nope, so I let you do your your uh, lecture circuit for that one, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I, I'm curious to see what uh, what all those guys have to uh, have to share, so. Um, yeah. Kind of sucks well, we'll that that's what's, what's going on, but we'll see. Well, it's good that even though you have something that is affecting the entire collection and, and obviously, you know, animals died and stuff like that, working with University of Miami to try to figure out why or what and how it could be prevented is like an, a step that I wish more keepers would take. It's unfortunately, I mean, we all lose animals. It's, it's unfortunate. It's part of doing this. You know, it, if we don't get around that you should really stop keeping snakes and start collecting stamps. So, but, and there's always seems to be this kind of pariah of like you lose animals and you never talk about it again. You know, you lose animals, you don't tell anybody. And it's kind of like that, but these guys who have lost a good amount of animals to some sort of uh, virus, I'm going back to my head or, yeah, right? What? Norovirus? It, yeah, it's a virus, yeah. Yeah. They lost it to the norovirus. They're actually taking the steps to open up the collection to uh, research that could be preventative for helping others. So, you know, they did a lot more than I think anybody else would. A lot of people, I'm pretty sure, would have just uh, sold all their stuff and been like, screw it and gotten out of snakes or not told anybody that their collections died or whatever the hell and, you know, not really helping. It's kind of trying to find a silver lining to the tragedy. So, yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I had a situation like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you'd find me in my shower with all my clothes on three days later. 
So, you know, <laughs> that's just trying to drown myself. So it's like the, uh, I mean, you always want to say that, yeah, I'd try to help out and all that other stuff, but you just, your entire collection, I mean, like, uh, I remember watching all the Facebook videos when uh, Pro Exotic burned down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and all I can think about is I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd be like, you'd pan the camera over and I'd be weeping on the sidewalk right there. It's just like, no. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of those things. Man. It's, I don't know. I, yeah. <clears throat> I would be... Uh, I would be devastated, and I don't yeah. know if I would even think about getting back into it. I think, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's it's a huge pill to swallow. Oh, yeah. So either way, we're going to be on for that wonderfully uplifting episode of DTB <laughs> Keeper Radio. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They, they bring us, they bring us on for the uh, yeah, know, the doom and episode. Exactly. Buddy's like, we're going to do this episode. Bill's like, that's far too depressing. Get those Morelia Python radio idiots in here. They'll do it. Yeah. Oh, he's right. So. I was wondering if they wanted people to yell. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they want loud and obnoxious, so they call us for that one. Oh, well, like, that makes sense. I can hear the conversation now. Bill and Buddy just saying, hey, um, yeah, we got to get somebody that's from the outside that can kind of fire this up without <laughs> us being the one that fires it up. How can we do this? I know. <laughs> Who can take the flack for all this crap? Let's get yeah. those morons in here. Yeah, Who, there we go. Who can we call to get all fired up? That's like, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Let's have there we right. go. Well, at least we at least we know what use we have at this point. So that's right. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh. So, have you thought about what your parent this upcoming season? Have you put any thought into it? I've I've put some thought into it, especially because you know um, what I had go on this season with Venus um, uh, having that clutch with all the blood and stuff, and having to retire her. It's like holy crap, I'm I'm a little down here. So I have. A few pairings. I have a few tiger pairings that didn't go this year that I would want to see go. Um, and then I have – I don't really think I'm going to have too much caramel stuff. I'm going to try again with the uh, caramel jag, the caramel tiger. Um, and then a lot of my other pairings are non-carpet um, related. So uh, I will have a few carpets. uh I'm trying water pythons this year. Okay. Uh, Maclots pythons this year. Olive pythons again this year. Uh, gold face white lips this year. Um, Womas this year. So there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of the outside. So it's like I've decreased carpet clutches a little bit. I mean, I'm going to still have. You know, I'm probably going to repeat the pairing of the Xanic to the Post Super because I can get more of whatever the hell comes out of these eggs. Uh, and I'll have a few more different things. But a lot of my really good stuff is still kind of growing up. I need like one more year before I start shaking loose the uh, Carmel Het Carmel Het Xanic. Um, 
I have a few more jungle pairings that I'm hoping to do that I'm kind of hoping the next few years I'll be able to start getting loose there. So we'll see. I'll probably produce some of the same stuff, but that also probably produce hopefully a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of different stuff. So we'll see. That's cool. Making uh, new exciting pairings and stuff. Um, I have this one jungle girl and it was one of the, you remember the babies that I got from Zach that he produced out of the pair that I have right now. The uh-huh. Band of Editor. Um, yep. I got her back, and I should be slapped so hard for letting this animal go in the first place. Really? She has. Oh dear God! When I sold her, she was like a. She didn't look like she was, looked okay. She came back, dude. The pattern has expanded. There's so much more yellow on her, and she's got that deep dark Band of Editor black, and the yellow. I don't know idea where the hell the yellow came from but she looks gorgeous. She almost looks like a very reduced pattern zebra. It's just weird like that. Huh. So I'm excited for her. She needs like two more years and I'm like, eat. I have a zebra that I want you to pair. You two just eat your food. So <laughs> her I'm excited for. Um, Glitch came home uh, from KJ in Florida and KJ, like, I, I thank you for taking such fantastic care of my baby boy. And now he's back, and I'm, like, getting excited about Maclots Pythons again because I have the – I have a juvenile female that I'm raising up, and then I have the – I bought this big-ass female at a show, and she's huge. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're going to go for giant-sized Maclots Python female. Maybe that's the key. Maybe I wasn't getting them big enough, so uh, I may have lost my mind. But uh, hopefully, I'll get some Macaulay's Python babies. So that would be cool. Would Are be so you cool. going to be adding uh, Sabu's this year? Yes, yes. I've already talked to Lon, and I'm annoying him like at least once a week about Sabu's. So okay. I will be adding Sabu's, um, and then that's it. I'm done with Liasis until. Uh, KJ gets Dunn's Pythons, or somebody gets Dunn's Pythons, goddammit. So, you know, I'm done with, I don't need any more Liasis. Um, I'm hoping to not really expand too far into other things. You know, I have a lot of projects that I'm growing up, a lot of Colubrid projects, like my Pine Snakes, uh, my Blue Beauty Snakes, which I love those things. They're so evil, <laughs> but they're <laughs> so cool at the same time. So, um, Dude, it's a colubrid that's taken a small rat, and it's only, like, two years old. I'm like, holy shit. So I can't wait for them to get big. Um, So those I'm looking forward to. um, I have my uh, white-sided black rat snakes that are head albino, so I'm interested to see what they start churning out later on. There's a lot of little polybrid projects and then the, the big Python projects. I'm not really, you know, I'm moving into a few exanic stuff, a few caramel exanic stuff, but I'm not really going to go out and find the brand new. I'm not chasing a morph right now. I'm not hunting down and spending $2,000 on a morph right now. I'll, I'm pretty good where I'm at. Uh, in the next few years, I'll have a bunch of new tiger projects like Russians and, uh, the hopefully the exanic stuff coming through. So, you know, I'm happy with the toys I got right now. 
Yeah. I say that now, yeah. and then next week I will get like blanket. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I don't. <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> so yeah. I don't really know what we're saying here. <laughs> I uh, I think really the there's a couple things here or there that uh, you know um, I might pick up and add, and you know there's some stuff that uh, Nick was telling me. About well, I actually got to talk to him, but um, I might be getting some stuff from Paul this year. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. Um, uh, so, yeah, he he's been hatching out some really cool shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I was talking, I was talking to him the other day, um, and uh, you, stay tuned. You're going to see some cool stuff coming from Paul for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, usually he does that once a year, uh, um, you know, shipment over here to the U.S. and, you know, try to get in on that because I think I know what could be coming, and that's pretty exciting. I know you'll support it. All right. I'm going to – I'll – I'll text you. You message me. You you tell me what things go. You you reveal secrets to me on air again. Yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. You have my attention, sir. All right. You're damn right. I support that. Yeah. You and I have talked about those numerous times too. I've been yeah. waiting for those. So. Um. I don't know. <laughs> now that cool. now that everyone's like, what? Like, yeah. Don't worry about Too it. Too bad. <laughs> don't worry uh, about you, it. You'll know soon enough, I'm sure. Paul posts up that stuff. He, he posted up his uh, gelatin clutch, um, which is pretty awesome. Man, that we that actually awesome. have that locality and working with him. And I love those snakes. They're really cool snakes. Another but, one that but, I can't wait to see refinement in is that that stuff. You know, oh, dude, there's tons of uh, tons of selective breeding potential with those. You can go striped, yeah. you can go banded, you can, you know, raise them to white. Uh, tons, tons. Yeah, I hope that they are. People are excited about those, especially the jungle people. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's not yellow and black and people will care, but I don't know. We'll but see. that's the point. It's not yellow and black because it's cooler. It's like you know, after a while, the yellow and black is yellow and black jungles are always great. Don't get me wrong, but wouldn't you want some variety in your collection? Like, wouldn't you not want every single one to be yellow and black? These are still jungles, and they're not yellow and black for a very good reason because they're different localities. So, it, it kind of like if you're a jungle nut, wouldn't you want to get on this bandwagon? So you would think. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and I, I do remember this, but uh, Scott Borden and my drunken stupor at the very last carpet fest we had at Howard. Um, yes. I signed a contract that I would trade him gelatins for Savus. Um, <gasps> but I don't, I don't really want Savus at this point, but uh, oh, I still, I, I'm sure he'll have something that, uh, that I will want. Hold out for Malukans. Hold out for well, Malukans. Yeah, there's that too. But uh, yeah. 
he might try to say that that wasn't the contract. <laughs> well, don't worry. Uh, He's just far too much of a sissy to actually put those Malukans together. Yeah, I said it, you Prince of Morelia. Bring uh, the Jared Scrub! <laughs> what, he, he's afraid to put them together? I mean, I think they're uh, big enough, know, I, He's probably more... No, the thing is that he's probably more afraid about putting the White Lips together. But he and I have talked about it a few times. And, and I hate... It, you know, all joking aside, it is goddamn nerve-wracking to put any type of species that have been known to hurt each other or kill each other for breeding together, especially when you've taken your time and raised up gorgeous animals like Scott has when it comes to Midas and uh, that female. It's like, you imagine, like, how devastated would you be if you put them together and the female, like, killed Midas? Like, what do you do at that point? Like, exactly, that would suck. And the same thing goes with the White Lips. And I've... You know, unfortunately, I told him all my horror stories breeding blackface or trying to breed blackface, so I may have hurt more than I helped. So <laughs> it's like, and, 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 and I, he will do it. I know he will. But it's like he wants to kind of wait until everybody's on a evil, even playing field. You know, everybody's the right size and no one's really going to hurt each other. With the white lips, he may never pair them together because apparently his female's just a jerk. So, hmm. we'll see. That would suck, because he's had them for a while. I know. Man. I know. By the way, next time I see him, I'm going to stop at Burger King and get a crown for him. So. <laughs> if he's the prince of all carpets or Morelia... He should have a crown. Shouldn't, shouldn't he be able to just talk to them and whisper to them? And I know, right? <laughs> I have to yeah, ask, there's so many questions I have to ask. Over the <laughs> to a carpet yeah, I would just, you know, do the thing that he would just. I might, to I might see him at, I might see him at White Plains. There's a White Plains coming up in July, and I might go there and just wait at Mike Curtin's table. And if he doesn't show up, just leave the crown for him at Mike Curtin's table. Like if I gotta uh, leave early or something like that, I just leave it there. I'd be like Mike, when he arrives, you present this to him. So. Oh, speaking of I'll that, I'll get him. Uh, I have his cup here. He 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 bought a cup, uh, coffee oh. mug, the Carpet Fest cup. I also have a a bucket for uh, Mike Curtin and his kid's <laughs> headlamp and something else in the back of my well, truck. So I'm gonna give you all that stuff so you can. Well, take dude, it I have I have the I have Allison's buck knife that she won at the auction. It's in my car, so. The curtains just apparently leave shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then I found Jeff Frederick's hat out in the yard. I was like, "Who the hell's hat well, is this?" Well, first off, like, let's be let's be thankful we didn't find Jeff Frederick out in your yard. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, that worked I, out I was, well. I was like, "Oh wow, look at this hat!" And I'm like, "This, I think I said, who's wearing one of these hats?" And then I kind of remembered. Yeah seen a picture of Jeff when he was in Texas or something and he was wearing a hat like that so I like looked on Facebook and I messaged him so I sent that out um, the other day and then uh, I had to send back uh, Ian's shirt because he gave me a large and I'm like Come on, I have to do the same I'm, thing I'm I sent the mail back like you send me a new one you know I'm like I I I, uh, I I have to do the same thing, and I told Ian that I blamed you completely because also my carpet my southern carpet fest T-shirt 
is like right. a double XL, and it's like I, I I was I was wearing XLs before I lost the weight, and now it's like uh, <laughs> uh might even be going into large territory at this point. So a double XL is huge on me. So luckily I keep turning all the T-shirts into wall hanging, so I'm okay there. So, okay. Yeah, uh, but I told him I gotta send it back. He's gonna send me one too. So. I'm not quite at the point of large. I mean, I could squeeze into one, I guess, but you know, I don't. He wants to take a picture of it and you know, put it on his whatever. Yeah, I'm like, it, no, yeah. I, I don't want me squeezed in like a reptiling sausage or some shit. You know, like, <laughs> no way. Well, have... he wants he wants some some Morelia thing, so I have to. I have to wear the shirt and then I have to go down to Andrews and play around with the roughies or something like that and get a, get a good picture. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so all that stuff is getting mailed out. I have more shit that's left here than, uh, highlights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, more shit that's left here than, uh, than I know what to do with. So. Well, like, like, like they told you like the one year that I, the, the 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 year I hosted Carpet Fest, I woke up and there were three more coolers, and I'm like, I don't wait. <laughs> it's like these aren't mine, so you know, I inherited at least three coolers, and you know, one of them was filled with freaking venison. So I'm like, all right, well, all right then. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it goes. Where people it. just end up leaving stuff at Carpet Fest, so you get by. You're still, you know, I still have a fridge full of beer that you gave me. A- from Carpet Fest. The oh problem is, is that uh, Jim started the diet today. Um, he did? Yeah, he started it on Monday. And it took him about an hour until he suggested that it's time for me to go find a new job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's like, get out. I'm like, what? So, yeah, he, he's trying to kick, kick me out of the office now at this point. So, um, oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> see how it goes. Um it- you know, I am jealous of uh, Ian as far as, I don't know if you've seen it, but it seems like he travels around the country and yeah. he's forever visiting people's reptile collections. So yeah, this I morning, he went to go see Tom Crutchfield. Uh, Last week, he was with Derek Wright. Yes. Uh, and Jerk. He's, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the pictures. There's Sanzinia. There's the uh, rhino iguanas, some chondros. Diamonds outside. Diamonds outside. Snake neck turtles. What and, and those, heads. What were those? Oh, your favorite? Dominican I'm red a, mountain boas. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what were those vipers that were like whitish? Look like they're made out of stone because um. Who do we have on last week? He was talking about him. Uh, Bill Hughes? Yeah. Bill was talking about him. He had these vipers that were like, looked like they were made of stone that he bred and he didn't even want them. And looking at those pictures that Ian had from Tom Crutchfield's place, you saw those kind of, they looked like they were made of kind of like rattlesnakes. Yeah. Same kind of rattlesnake. They look gorgeous. I have no idea what kind they are, and I shouldn't know because then I'll be tempted to get into venomous and I'll die. So oh, yeah. don't, don't, do, don't that. do that. Yeah, I can I can admire them from afar as a cool rattlesnake that I'll never know the name of. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff that was there. I'm sure you know. 
but uh, I'm jealous. We can all be jealous of Ian for a bit, yeah. No, no, do not ask Tom. Do not ask Tom. I told you not to tell me. Uh, Damn it, Ian, are you even listening? He's he's trying to... uh, Oh wait! I'll, I'll, Terry's I'll here. Start. It's Terry Burrell, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't said that in a while. I well, know. I, mean, <laughs> I think he put it over on Morelia Python Radio's Facebook. He put it page. a few places. Yeah, yeah so. he, he put it on a few places. But yeah, I, um, I can share. But that is that is definitely cool because I mean, like, wouldn't it be nice to? Can you imagine? going and like I don't know take a month and just kind of travel around the country and then stopping by big reptile breeders places and checking cool stuff out dude I, I was so excited when we just went to NERC and I don't even like anything <laughs> that he really does you know, it's, oh, not, no. <laughs> it's not like he had that. any you and I were hanging out in the corner with a cave dwelling snake yeah. like Matt's like really? It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking him. I think that no. he has amazing stuff. I'm just saying, like, it's not like I didn't not, go there to look at ball pythons and stuff like that. Some of the shit yeah. was cool, but they were trying to remember they were trying to sell racks of ball pythons. They're like, yeah, the the we reel that in. Huh? <laughs> we'll just wheel it by the whole rack. Truck. We'll reel it in. We're like, what? Yeah, no, it was. And like we said, they have amazing stuff, but it's not necessarily in our wheelhouse. They had the scrubs, which were really cool, and all that other stuff. But yeah, going to a place like Nerd was awesome, and like that was a good. Uh, I know Matt was kind of having a weird season, and I was having a weird season, and you were taking the season off, so it was like it was a good, you know, breather, kind of get your the juices flowing again, and all that other stuff. So, um. I wouldn't mind doing that kind of stuff, going to check out something else, but we had to go travel again. So. Yeah. Yeah, we need to hit up uh, hit up a collection. You know who I would love to go and visit would be Jason's mm. place. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll hit up that. I know we've talked about it before, but. Yeah. That now, would be cool. that is in my wheelhouse. You know, I mean, yeah. imagine going and seeing the animals that you have all spring from and seeing the parents and the grandchildren or great grandchildren yeah, of. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. And you know, um, the other thing is that I would love to go, uh, you know, obviously we, we, we're up here, but I would love to kind of almost go down and see like Derek's place and go down to see some of the guys we know in Florida, go over, like, do you, do you imagine go to see Nick's place just touring through that thing? Oh, I mean, dude. that's got to yeah. be ridiculous. Oh, so I'd love to start going out and seeing some guys' places. I mean, even if you want to go as far as I, I want to go see, um, why the hell can I think his name? Uh, Terry Phillip. I want to go see his place out this out the Reptile Gardens. Oh, yeah. You know, and St. Augustine. There's all this shit reptile shit I want to do. So I need tons of money first. So people got to buy baby snakes. Well, I think. Uh... I think, like, as far as um, probably the one that's easiest to do would be, I would think, would be Florida. Yeah. Because we could probably make a weekend of it. And, yeah. You know. Especially if we time it around at Daytona. Yeah. I'll be yeah. down there in August. But 
I so want to come down for Daytona in August. I got to figure out some stuff. Um, one of which is what to do with my dog. So um, if I can, I will attempt to make it to Daytona. So. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. All right. So much stuff. Yeah. Reptile trips, man. That's always a good time. Um, I'm watching some video of some guy holding a huge, what is it? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a blonde tiger retic. This thing is humongous. Oh, that, it's, that, that picture. Yeah. This, that giant ass thing or yeah. Wow. Oh, now we're up the Ian go away. Because now he's going to be use his stuff. Yeah. I'm done with you, Ian. Your <laughs> fabulous trips. Don't really, though. Send us pictures. So, you know, there's all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, man. I mean, wouldn't it also be cool to kind of go see, like, you know, you check out how different guys do different stuff. You might be able to retrofit your room in a different way or do something different. So that's just cool. And you're never going to learn that stuff without going to go see how everybody else does it. So. Well, where I really want to go is to go see Scott's place in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm dreaming. You know. Now we're all dreaming. Yeah, I got to go take a month off. You got to go take a month off in Australia to go check out everybody else's stuff. Yeah. Uh, go see some silver peppers and. Oh uh, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> all that cool stuff. But um, all right. Well, we got what like ten minutes left. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up and. Get it going. Um, working on the guests for the lineup coming up uh, and the recent cool. uh, shows. So we should have some cool shows coming up. Um, uh, obviously, I'm super excited about carpets at the moment. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's, yep. You can always tell what I'm into when I'm booking guests. But usually by the time we get to the guests, I'm not really into what we <laughs> You've moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, but, uh, no, we should have some cool shows coming up, uh, real soon. Um, and, uh, we're a week away from the calendar contest closing. Um, so if you haven't gotten your pictures up, I would suggest you get, uh, get the camera out, start snapping some pics. Um, and we'll get that put to rest so that come Tinley Park, we have calendars, ready to go um and uh should be cool hopefully we get a royal python in the calendar <laughs> no no, <laughs> I, was, no. I, I was trying to see if you were paying attention no over my dead body no uh <laughs> so uh so yeah there's a lots of lots of cool shots man lots of cool stuff so uh yeah keep them going in um and then uh, I guess that's it. I'm trying to think of what else. We don't have any events coming up, right? Nothing that I can think of? No, no, nothing up right now. Um, I would say that USR just sent out an action alert today. Yes. So if you haven't really done anything over at USR, um, please go over, visit their website, uh, fill out the forms, and you know contribute to any kind of action alert that USR has cooking out right now. 
they are there to uh, keep make sure that we can keep doing what we love doing and keep the animals we love to keep. So. Yes. Yes. Um, That's pretty much all I got there. Okay. So <clears throat> as far as us, MoraviPythonRadio.com. Our email is info at MoraviPythonRadio.com. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? All right. Well, I I don't know what's going on with Owen, but uh, I'll go down the list. Um, he can. Okay. So something's up with Owen. MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Um, info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com is our email. If you have any questions or comments uh, for future guest uh, topics questions for guests coming up, any of that stuff, uh, be sure to, uh, to hit me up and, uh, we'll, we'll figure out, uh, you know, if we can, uh, get that person or, uh, we'll make sure we get that question when we have, uh, the guest on. Um, you can stay up to date with us on our Facebook page. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Moretti Python. Uh, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Blog Talk, uh, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you choose. Um, and what else do we got? Uh, Reptilinks. Uh, I would highly recommend checking them out. Uh, it's reptilinks.com. Um, check out the episode with Nick. Um, and he talked about Reptilinks and what they're all about. Uh, so you can listen to that if you have any questions. Uh, they, they have a Facebook page, um, uh, the link side. And also you can send them an email or whatever if you have any questions. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, be sure to check out uh, our good friend Ian Bissell at S&J Reptiles. Uh, he specializes in green tree pythons. You can check out his web- website at S jreptiles.com it's also on facebook at snj reptiles um plus you get to see all the cool spots that he travels to um so be sure to follow and go give his page a like um as far as owen uh rogue-reptiles.com i think he was saying something about white plains coming up i know that uh he is updating his website and pictures and all that kind of stuff uh, so uh, go check that out. You can follow him on his Facebook page as well at rogue-reptiles. Um, what else do we got? And then for me, E.B. Morelia, uh, ebmorelia.com. I am uh, working on my website pretty much every day. Uh, I've, I've come a long way with it. Uh, so check it out, ebmorelia.com. You can go to my 2018 breeding diary and see what kind of pairings I got lined up. I'm only a quarter of the way through, uh, but you can get a feel for what uh, what I'm going to be doing. Um, if you have any questions for me, uh, you can send it to eric at ebmorelia.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, uh, ebmorelia, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Um, 
I guess that's all we have. And we'll say good night. And um, we'll see you all next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs>